Hi, I'm Anna Conchar. I work two days a week and run a multi-million dollar online business. I also have my MBA and I am a mom, foodie, and avid traveler. I started this show to teach you how to monetize the skills, knowledge, and passions you already have so you can put life first instead of work. Making money doesn't have to be hard or complicated or require you to grind 24-7 when you focus on the right things, and that's exactly what I'm going to teach you. So if you're ready to have more time, money, and energy to do what makes you happy and really live life, you are in the right place. Let's build your million-dollar side hustle. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Your Million Dollar Side Hustle. This week is a very, very big and busy week for my family because my husband Sam's birthday is this week, and he is just four days older than me, so it's also my birthday, and my youngest daughter, Claire, shares a birthday with me. She was born on my birthday, best birthday gift ever, and she is turning two. And then we also have Mother's Day all in one week. (laughs) So it is an amazing, magical, very busy, full of lots of celebrations here in the Conchar household. And I am wanting to share with you things that I have been thinking about going into my 35th birthday. I'm not going to lie, it's kind of crazy for me to say that I am going to be 35 this week. I feel like literally I just turned 30, but apparently I didn't. There's been five years since then. (laughs) And there's specifically five things that I've been reflecting on as my birthday has come up. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Now, before I dive in and share that with you, and it's definitely going to be more of a kind of personal episode than about marketing and tactics and all that good stuff that we talk about a lot here, I wanted to share with you that I have some very, very exciting news about the podcast. So I absolutely love doing these solo episodes and sharing with you what's working for me, what I'm seeing, what is working for my students and clients. But I also know that there are many, many other amazing people who are teaching online businesses or have a thriving online business. And I want you to hear from them too. So I have started lining up some interviews with phenomenal people in this industry. And I am so excited about the conversations that we are going to have. We're going to dive into the numbers. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. We're going to talk about all the BS that you see on the internet, all of the realistic expectations that you should have, all the tricks and things, everything. (laughs) We're going to talk about it all. Everything that has to do with online businesses and courses and memberships and high ticket coaching and digital products and Facebook ads and chatbots and everything. We're going to talk about it all. So I am so excited to be welcoming tons of people 
on the podcast. Now, I will continue to do solo episodes as well, but I already have a like full booked out calendar of interviews for podcast guests for the next two months. So I wanted to share with that with you because it's really exciting. I think it's going to be really eye-opening for you to hear from other people who are in this industry and, again, hopefully just give you more ideas and tips on how to be successful and build a business that really gives you the life that you want because that is really what this is all about. I want you to make the money, to have the flexibility, to have the freedom to live the life that you want big news I wanted to share with you before we dived into today's content because like I said I am just like so excited I mean there's people who we have lined up for an interview that I'm even like a little starstruck about so basically what I'm saying is if you have not subscribed to the podcast yet (laughs) you need to pause right now you need to go and subscribe so that way you get an alert each time a new episode with one of these amazing guests comes available. And one last thing, if there is anyone else that you would love to hear on this podcast, please send me a DM on Instagram at Anaconda. I want to invite all different types of people with all different types of online businesses onto this podcast. So is there someone you love or you would love to ask a question to, please DM me their information, even if you just want to send me their Instagram account, okay? Because this is going to be something that we are going to continue to do in the future. All right, with that, let's dive into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, which is the five things that I'm really reflecting on as I turn 35. And like I said, this is definitely more of a personal episode than marketing and tactics, but I want to share it with you so that you can have a little bit of a sneak peek and kind of insights into how I'm thinking through things personally, professionally. I also kind of wanted to just do this podcast episode so that my girls can hear it when they are in their 30s. And for me to come back to and reflect to, say, in five years when I turn 40. So the first thing that I've been reflecting on and thinking a lot about is that a lot can change in a short amount of time. I said at the beginning of this episode that it feels like I was just turned 30 and now I'm 35. And it's crazy because when I turned 30, just Five years ago, I didn't have kids yet. Now I have two. I was in my very first month of working for myself full time when I turned 30. And I had also just launched my Advisory Insiders Pro program. And it's crazy because oftentimes, at least I think, right, when we hear oh, you have to do this for three months or six months or a year. It seems so long because I am just like anyone else. I wanted results yesterday. (laughs) But the reality is, is that those last five years for me have gone so fast. Like it has gone 
so quick. And yet so much has changed in the last five years. And the reason why I wanted to share that with you is because I think sometimes when you are ambitious or an entrepreneur, and again, I catch myself doing this too, we almost get down on ourselves because we feel like we are not hitting our goals quickly enough. But all of a sudden you wake up one day and you have the life that you wanted or the business that you wanted just five years ago. And I shared this on an episode a few weeks ago about the fact that I was pulling out my journal and I actually found written out from 2018, which is when I turned 30, Sam and I's dream day, like what we went, what our dream day would look like. And now we are living it. We even just had this exact same conversation last night. Like it's crazy how quickly things can change if you just keep working towards those goals. Also in the last five years, I have seen so many people come and go from this online business space. And that's why I think I'm really, really focused on building long-term success and things that are sustainable and that will give me predictable results. So I want to share that with you if you are in this position right now where you're like, I wanted results yesterday, or I've been at this for two years and I'm still not where I want to be. You just have to keep going because if you keep going, then a lot can change in a short amount of time. Like you're going to blink and you're going to be like, wow, I remember when I wanted what I have now. So that's the first thing that I've kind of really been reflecting on as I've been turning 35. And I think I've also been reflecting on that because so much has changed for me in my personal life and my business from 30 to 35. And I'm kind of thinking about now, I'm like, okay, what do I want to accomplish? What do I want to focus on and prioritize for the next five years going into 40? which, oh my God, saying that, I don't know. I was really okay turning 30, but the 40 number totally freaks me out. Not gonna lie. The second thing that I have been reflecting on as I've been going into my birthday week is how much even the most thought out plan sometimes does not work. And that's why you just have to try things sometimes and see what sticks. I think oftentimes the analogy of like you throw spaghetti at the wall and you see what sticks, people share that in a negative way. But I think for so many of us, we have the best intentions, the best plans, the best research, the best data, and it still doesn't always work. And that's okay. I have had so many failed products and programs and ideas over the last five years. 
At one point, I had a membership for small businesses teaching them marketing called Marketing Made Easy. I had another membership focused on digital marketing, which was Digital Marketing Made Easy. I had another membership called United by Ambition. I had a program called Successful Solopreneur School, which we still sell, but it's definitely not something that we are primarily focused on at this time. And really saying this right now is making me realize I should not do memberships. Because <laughs> those are the three products that have failed. Which is kind of crazy that I literally just realized that as I'm sharing this with you. And I even teach this in the Power by Passive Academy program, but memberships are so much harder to sell than courses. And that has proven in my business for sure. But going back to the original thought, that even the most thought out plan sometimes doesn't work. And that's why you just have to try things and see what sticks. I would not have found the really good products and programs and the ones that have completely changed my life and my business if I didn't just try. What I have seen a lot being in this industry for now, you know, like seven years is that there are typically kind of two types of people. There's either the people who want to have everything planned out, everything perfect, everything, if I was going to grade it, it would get an A+. Everything in line before they launch their product into the world. Or there's the second type of person who's like, I'm just going to like, try this and I'm going to try this and I'm going to try this and I'm going to try this and I just need to get results now. So I'm just going to do it as fast as possible. And what I have found is I think the majority of people who are very, very successful in this industry are in the middle. And the reason why is because you have to try things to figure out what's going to work, what's going to be your winner, what product is going to sell. But you also have to put thought into it and give it time to work. So if you're a perfectionist and you're waiting for the perfect time or the perfect plan or the perfect product before you launch anything into the world, oftentimes you either never end up launching anything or you launch it into the world and you hear crickets and then you just throw in the towel. Where the reality is, is like, think about Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola has had so many failed products over the years. And that's okay. They have to try different products to figure out what are going to be their winners. So don't let perfectionism and waiting for everything to be perfect and for you to be 100% confident to launch your idea out into the world. Because it might not work but you don't know that until you launch out into the world. Or it might completely change your life, but you don't know that until you launch it into the world. And if you have a product that doesn't work, 
that's okay. Go back to the drawing board. No one gets it right 100% of the time. Now, if you're on the other end of the spectrum where you just jump from idea to idea to idea to idea to idea, you're not giving most of your ideas enough time and attention to be extremely successful. Typically, if you're this person, you've tried like 10 different ideas, 10 different businesses. Uh, You come up with a new offer every three months. That means you're not doing something well enough for it to be good. I'm a huge proponent of like, you need to focus on one thing at a time. Because if you are spreading your energy and time and resources into 10 different things, then you're not giving any of them the opportunity to be extremely successful. So the third thing that I've been reflecting on, and again, this is like very kind of more on the personal side of things, (laughs) is that you don't have to fit into one label. And also that what others might view as your faults might actually be your superpowers. So first, let's start with the fit into one label. I have had a really hard time kind of labeling what I am. And what I mean by that is that, you know, there's, first of all, a lot of just standard job titles that most of the general public understand. Like if, I, if my husband tells someone that he's an attorney, they know what an attorney is. Now, if they tell him that he's a corporate attorney for software companies, then they probably have no idea exactly what he does, but they're like, you're an attorney, you went to law school, okay, I can kind of get it. When I try to explain to people what I do and what my business is, who are not in this industry, who are like in my day-to-day life, I have a really hard time explaining it and most people don't understand it. I'm really okay with that because I don't really care about if someone understands what I do or or if they don't. But outside the professional kind of labels and titles, I've also had a hard time, I would say, sometimes like fitting into the boxes that our society has put around us, right? Especially being a mom, because I'm not a stay-at-home mom, but I do stay at home with my kids. And I'm also not a corporate mom. I run my own multi-million dollar business. And I feel like sometimes I have a hard time fitting into a specific label because again, I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I stay at home with my kids three days a week. I work two days a week, but I'm with them like, you know, the majority of the days and we spend the majority of our time together. And I do a lot of the like kind of typical stay at home mom things, you know, like take your kids to swim lessons in the middle of the day or whatever it is or have play dates, you know. But I also don't really connect with working moms either because most working moms that I know are still in that nine to five traditional job. 
right? So it's so funny because since I feel like I've been running my business and having kids, I felt like I'm like, I don't know where I fit in because I kind of fit into both, but I don't totally fit into either. And I'm finally realizing like that's okay. I know that sounds really lame at 35. I'm realizing this. And part of it might be because, you know, I grew, grew up in the Midwest. I still live in the Midwest. There's still a lot of kind of, you know, old traditional things that a lot of people follow in the Midwest. But I'm just kind of realizing, like, it's okay to not fit into the stereotypical labels that our society gives us. And actually, thinking about it even more, the majority of us don't fit into a label because we are all unique individuals, right? Like, I love vegetable gardening, and I try to buy organic produce as often as I can. But I also, like, love bougie hotels. (laughs) And again, I feel like one thing and the other thing, if you're trying to fit me into a label that society wants to give me, they kind of contradict each other. But I'm okay with that. I have just learned that I'm going to be who I am and I'm going to connect with the people who I connect with, who I can be my full self with, my authentic self. And I don't have to fit into something that makes it easy for other people to understand. Hey there, friend. I wanted to take a pause real fast to talk about the tech stress of building out your online business. Now, if you are looking for the simplest way to start, grow, and manage your online course, membership, or coaching program, look no further than Kajabi. Kajabi is the number one tool that I use in my business. It has everything that you need to sell and deliver your program. From landing pages and sales pages to checkout and collecting payment to email and creating sequences and also housing all of the content that you are delivering to your paying members and students, Kajabi has it all. And you can get started today with a free 30-day trial by going to anaconchar.com slash free month. Now, I tried lots of different tools before I finally decided to make the leap to Kajabi, and I can tell you it is well worth the investment. I no longer have to try to get all of these different softwares to talk to each other. I am no longer overwhelmed with the tech stress, and not only that, but Kajabi has the best support. You can get on with their support team via the chat anytime that you are coming across a problem or are needing help in understanding how to use their technology. Kajabi really is the best of the best when it comes to hosting and delivering your online course, membership, or coaching program, and I could not recommend it more. If you want to check it out and you want to see the power that Kajabi can be, Go to anaconchar.com slash free month for your free 30-day trial. Again, that's anaconchar.com slash free month. 
Now, the second part of that was, and what others might view as your faults might actually be your superpowers. This has been a big one for me. So I am a very straight to the point, kind of no bullshitter. I have no problems sharing my opinions on things. I can be blunt. I'm definitely not going to like sugarcoat things, especially when I'm giving feedback or recommendations. And it's funny because the job that I had right before I went into my business full-time working for myself, I actually had a manager take me out to lunch and tell me that I needed to dumb down my recommendations because I was making the team feel like they were inadequate. And that also when I was sharing my recommendations, that I needed to just put some sugar on it. I needed to fluff it up a little bit, be nicer with my delivery. And again, you know, quote unquote, put some sugar on it. And at the time, I was completely shocked. Number one, because this was coming from another woman, but also because I was like, this is who I am and this is who you knew who I was when you hired me. Like, I've never tried to present myself as anything other than who I am. And it's kind of been now a running joke between Sam and I and even our close friends of like, Anna, you just need to, you know, put some sugar on it. But what I have found is that the fact that I am very open and honest and blunt and to the point and I don't sugarcoat things, I actually think that it's been extremely helpful in getting my students and clients better results. Like I actually recently just reviewed a webinar for one of our Powered by Passive Academy students and I was very to the point about my thoughts on what she had put together and I loved her feedback to me because she was like Anna I so appreciate you just being to the point open and honest what I need to change what's wrong and you're not sugarcoating it right because she now knows exactly what she needs to do and what she needs to change in order to make that webinar successful and that made me really kind of again think about what I just said was what others might view as your faults actually might be your superpowers. And I have come to realize that the fact that I am very honest and open and I share my opinions and I share my thoughts and I don't put sugar on them, it's actually one of my superpowers. And I am excited to embrace that even more going into 35. Now, I have two more thoughts that I want to share with you. So the next thing that I have been thinking about as I've been going into my birthday is that experiences are so much more important and bring so much more happiness and great memories than material things. Now, I shared before that we are basically living our dream life that we wrote down five years ago. And I am beyond grateful for the life that we have. I mean, even literally sitting here recording this podcast, Sam is texting me from the golf course. 
and my girls are asleep napping and I'm living my dream life. And part of that has been doing things like taking a six-week road trip as an entire family, dogs included, earlier this year. And it's funny because now that we've gotten to this point where we have created the life that we want, Sam and I have also been realizing that even though we can buy a lot more material things than we could five years ago, that's not what we want to prioritize because that's not what brings us joy. And we're actually working on reducing our personal expenses right now, not because we can't afford it, but because we realize that the simple things bring us the most happiness and we want to really prioritize traveling the world and spending you know, mornings at the park together as a family. Like, that's what brings us the most joy and happiness. So it is really cool to be in this spot where it's like, I used to dream about being able to go out and buy expensive things or have expensive dinners or go on expensive vacations. And trust me, like I said earlier, I'm a little bit of a hotel snob now. (laughs) But... That is also part of an experience. And now that I can buy all these material things that I couldn't five years ago, I actually don't want them anymore. I just want to hang out with my kids and my husband and my friends. And I want to travel and I want to enjoy my garden because that's what brings me the most joy. Experiences and happy memories. That's what I'm prioritizing now. Now, the last one I want to share with you is it's okay to change and evolve. I actually used to be nervous about sharing my thoughts and opinions on things on social media and even on this podcast because I was worried. I was like, okay, this is what I believe right now, but what if this isn't what I believe or what's working six months from now, a year from now, 10 years from now? And now I realize like, that's okay. It's okay to change and evolve. And actually you should change and evolve as a person because you're going through different life experiences and all of these experiences that you have evolve who you are as a person and can change your perspective on things. And that's also why I love traveling. I feel like traveling is one of the biggest things that you can do to really open up your eyes as a human being, challenge your beliefs right now, and expand and evolve who you are. A really good example of this is that if you would have asked me any time in my 20s, I would have never thought that I would want more than two kids. And even at one point, Sam and I were talking about maybe not having kids. And now I'm like, my favorite thing in the entire world is hanging out with my kids and Sam. And I really hope that we get to continue to grow our family. Like, I would love to have three or four kids running around our house and going on trips together. 
And again, that's okay. Like, it's okay to change and evolve. And I think sometimes it's scary because, especially if you have friends or family or you've created these kind of groups of people and you've connected on something and then that changes, then you lose some of that connection. But as you move into the new person who you are, you're going to meet new people and make new connections. And this whole idea of changing and evolving is okay also relates to my business. My business has totally and completely evolved compared to five years ago. Like five years ago, the majority of my business was me still offering one-on-one Facebook and Instagram ad services. And now I don't do any one-on-one Facebook and Instagram ad services at all. I actually have barely done any since Lauren, my oldest, was about six months old, like around when the pandemic started. And even my political views have evolved. My friendships have evolved. There's been people who've come into my life, who've left my life. There's new people who've come into my life. And I'm really okay with that now. I used to think that it was bad if, you know, you had a really good friend and then you just kind of weren't great friends anymore. Not necessarily that anything, something major happened, but you just kind of went different directions. Like, that's okay. I used to make fun of people who would talk about like, you know, you have seasons. And now I'm like, oh my God, I totally get it. You're going to have seasons. It's okay to evolve. Like, yeah, it's just something that I've been really stepping into and thinking about again as my birthday comes up. So I will be celebrating my 31st birthday this weekend with friends and family. It's basically a whole like a whole full 10 days of celebrations for us with friends and family. My mom's coming into town. I can't believe Claire's going to be too crazy. I can't believe I'm going to be 35. But all in all, I'm like going into 35 feeling really, really good. And honestly, probably the most content I've ever been in my entire life. Like I'm really fucking happy. And not because there's like these big grandioso things happening in my life. I'm just like, genuinely at this place where I feel like I am enjoying my family and what we've created together. So that's my thoughts as I go into my birthday this week. And like I said, we have a lot of really exciting things coming up on the podcast in the coming months. So If you haven't, make sure to subscribe so you get notified each time a new episode comes out. And now it's time for me to go eat some birthday cake. So I will be back here with you next week. Hey there, friend. If you enjoyed today's episode, then you definitely need to check out the Powered by Passive Academy. It is my program that teaches you how to make passive income with your own online course, membership, or coaching program. You can learn more about it at 
poweredbypassiveacademy.com slash learn more. Or if you're ready to enroll today, you can go to poweredbypassiveacademy.com and I'll see you inside the program. Mm-hmm.